0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The dream is made real.
1: Ricky Hatt rocks the world. How do you like it? How do you like it? Wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over.
0: and I'm, I'm under no illusions how much of a tough fight it is, how much of a big ask it is, but I go in there believing I can shut the world and I, I genuinely believe that I can find a way, but, you know, I'm, like I say, I know people's right you right off and don't give you a chance, and you know what, fair play, <laughs> that, that's their opinion, and I understand, like Because he is, he's super talented.
1: Welcome fight fans to another episode of BTR Boxing Podcast and today it's Vasil Lomachenko versus Anthony Million Dollar Crawler, the preview episode for the big fight tomorrow night. So, before we get into the meat of the episode, I've got to give a quick shout out to Bear Attack Boxing, the sponsors for BTR Boxing Podcast. They are providing high quality boxing gloves to all you gym goers, you fighters, you trainers, your gyms get on there and have a look at what they're doing there's some new products coming soon as well keep checking them out on social media you can find them at www.bearattackboxing.co.uk and bear Attack boxing all over social media as well And just before we get in to the episode, please go over and find us on Podbean, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Spreaker, on Player FM. Go and find us, subscribe to the podcast for weekly episodes and mini-series episodes. Apple Podcasts, make sure you go on and leave a rating for us, it really helps us massively. So, let's get into it then, this is it, the big one for Anthony Crawler, he's taking on the world's best and arguably the pound-for-pound best in the world in Vasyl Lomachenko this weekend. It's going to be a mountain of a task for Anthony Kroller. Can he do it? Well, in this episode, we're going to break it down. We're going to be talking about Vasyl Lomachenko's career today, talking about Anthony Kroller's career today, keys to victory, breakdown and predictions. And I'm also going to be joined today on the episode by Mr. Gregory Doyle. So Greg, glad to get you back on. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Sean. How's yourself? Okay. Yeah, good mate, I'm looking forward to uh, obviously this fight tomorrow night and yeah. I, was, I was saying to you before I forgot, you know, it was tomorrow night I was thinking, yeah, I'm looking forward to this fight on Saturday and I realised before it was actually tomorrow night so, you know, I'm obviously one step behind on, on the social coverage on getting this podcast out, but I'm really happy to be covering it because, you know, people that know me and know the platform know that, you know, I'm obviously a uh, big Anthony Crawler fan, you know, I know the guy personally, he's, he's done a lot for me at the beginning of, of my journey in boxing media, and I'll always be forever grateful for him for that. And you know, I really, really want to see him win. And there's a good conversation to have on today's episode about where we think this is going to go, and we'll, we'll cover off the negativity stuff as well. I think it's it's only right and only fair that we we have that conversation as well. But yeah, yeah what what are you thinking then? You know, initially when this fight was made, what what were your initial thoughts? Um, Yeah, I'll be honest Sean I'm
0: actually a bit of an Anthony Crawler fan myself I actually own an Anthony Crawler t-shirt So I've got a bit of time for the guy as well Even up here in this neck of the woods But um, yeah, looking at the fight I think (sighs) <sighs> sure. naturally when you first see the fight You think, oh no Because Anthony has a fantastic career He's had so many great wins Wins where we all thought at first Is he going to get to British level And then he kept defying everything Getting better and better But the more closer the fight gets You think, do you know what? It's mandatory t- challenger. He's got the boxing brain. Why not go for it? Is there anyone that's really been that much better than him that's previously went for it? No. And do you know what? He's got a lot of things on his side. So I'll be I'll be right behind him on Friday.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be behind him no matter what. It's 100. percent No matter what I think about it, you know, my my heart's always going to reel my head. But you know, I'll try to be objective as I can in in this episode. And as always with the big previews that we do on the podcast, we we want to cover off really both. Men's careers, not in detail, but sort of briefly going up to this up to this point. So I'll, we'll do Crawler's first before we do Lomachenko's and we'll, we'll obviously have a yeah. little chat about Crawler and you know where he where he is at the moment, going into this fight. And you know, I I, I've, I was at his last few fights, uh, especially the Lenares ones and the Ricky Burns ones. I went to them fights. I was at the MEN for them, and. When he when he won the world title, obviously it was it was huge, it was massive because nobody but nobody expected Anthony to go that far in boxing. There was I don't think there was a lot of people that that really thought he was he was, he was going to be good enough. With him obviously having lost in the past, you know he, he had two on two losses on the bounce in twenty twelve. He came back had a couple of draws on his record. Do you know like it's yeah. just. It was it was a difficult sort of time, and you're thinking to yourself, like, you know, is he really going to make it sort of past past that 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 British and European level? And then he started to to started to break down some really good fires, like the John Murray's and then you know he obviously had that incident, you know, where he was 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 due to fight for for the world title uh, against Richard Abril and then the incident which led to, you know, the, the life change, really. And he seemed to come out of that on the other side, and he got his world title shot against Dallas Perez. Uh, got the draw in that one, come back, gets the win, emphatically with a body shot in the fifth round. And then from there on, he's... He's just got better and better, I think, and 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 obviously then there's a lot of Nairis fights to touch on. But you said you've been a fan of Anthony Crawler. You know what? What's been your thoughts on where his career's gone since he returned after that horrific injury? Yeah, yeah. I think the reason
0: um, you've got to be have an attraction to Anthony Crawler's personality and his boxing ability is, it just seems like one of the guys. But he's really knuckled down and thought, you know what, I'm going to make a good go of this boxing career. I'm going to see how far I can go. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to take fights that are probably chances. Let's be honest, we will love a guy like that. You'll love that. You'll love to see guys take chances and things. And I think the night that really stood out for me was, was the night that he fought Ishmael Barroso. I remember Ishmael Barroso really done um, a number on Kevin Mitchell and I thought that was going to be one of those fights because I'd seen Barroso and I thought, you know what, he's not fought anyone like Mitchell before. Mitchell maybe take a bit of time but find him out, etc. But I think Kevin had a lot going on in his career. I think he had quite a few niggling injuries and things and I thought, oh, when Crawler had to fight him, because it was Crawler's mandatory if, um, if I remember correctly, and I thought oh, but he fought the perfect plan. Now, to what a lot of people would think, Sean, they watch that fight and they think, Mm. this is not a good idea. Walk forward down with your hands up. Try and take as little uh, punishment as possible Don't give out too much And he timed it absolutely perfect He let Barroso almost punch himself out And then when he was punched out Crawler was like a viper He was ready And he just took Barroso apart And I remember watching him that night And I thought God, you are one brainy boxer kid You really, really are You know what you're doing It looked like it was such a silly idea But it worked an
1: absolute gem but I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, no, I agree. It was a you know, it was probably for me his his best performance. Uh, that and the Perez victory. But in terms of like again, you know, he won the title. He goes in with Barroso and everyone's thinking mm, this is gonna be difficult, he's gonna get potentially stopped here. Mitchell got stopped, he got found yeah. out, is Crawler any better than Mitchell? You know, it remained to be seen at the time. But then for him to do what he did to Barroso was like, Wow, you know, this guy's for real, this guy's really knuckled down, like you say, and he's really progressed his career on. And then we move into 20- 2016, and he gets Jorge Linares. You know, one of the one of the greats. He's definitely going to go down, you know, as a as a great fighter for what he's achieved in boxing. So he wanted to test himself oh, against. He wanted to test himself against the best. And in that first fight yeah. with Linares, he pushed Linares to to the limit. Oh, in that first fight.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head, there, Sean. The first fight, um, it was a fantastic effort. Now I know we'll come to Lomachenko and we'll come to things like that. But see, even Linares. It, uh, when he fought Lomachenko Linares is See for me Linares will go down As one of the best Mexican fighters ever Never mind what happened With the result With Lomachenko and things Which we'll come to But I really Really had him in the fight When um, He was stopped With the body shot But that night Crawler done, done fantastic Especially the first fight The second fight Was a little bit different I think it was just He came up against uh, Probably a guy Putting on his career Best performance I think It would be fair To say L- Linares was was, it would have took a remarkable fighter to beat Linares that night, and you know Anthony stuck with him the whole fight, even if he did get beat quite widely on points. He done fantastic.
1: He showed great heart, and he showed me that he could come again, which he has. Yeah, hundred percent. The second fight was a case of, you know, the performance was so much better from Linares, and it, like you say, it was a world class performance. And 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 Crawler obviously couldn't. You know, he kept himself competitive in the fight. It was wide. Uh, he struggled at times, but you know he kept himself in there, and he came back and he. Obviously, he fought Ricky Burns from your Neck of the woods, another, you know, great fighter that will go down in, in,
0: yeah.
1: in folklore history, in boxing history uh, as a three-weight world champion. And he come back and he fought Burns in the same year and had a real good scrap with Burns, a real close fight, and I really enjoyed that. I was there for that as well. And, you know, uh, just a little story, actually, uh, while we're on the subject of it, the crawler fight with Burns. And I'll tell this story, and this is humbling to, to, to Anthony more than anybody. When I uh, went to that fight, I went to the fight because of Anthony, and the reason w- was because I did apply for accreditation for that fight for Eat Sleep Boxing Repeat. Now, it was in the very early days. It was September 2017, and at that point, we'd only been going a couple of months, so we'd not established that reputation as such yet. Now, I tried to apply for it. I didn't get it. I'd already been in contact with Anthony anyway in general, uh, just over a couple of other bits. and back and then I said to him, look, I'm not going to be able to make the fight on Saturday. I've not been we've not been able to get accreditation. Um, you know, you know, the best of luck, blah blah blah. And then I got a text back off him uh, you know, a couple of hours later saying, um, don't worry about it, I've got two tickets for you, mate. You know, I'll get I'll get them dropped off for you. And lo and behold, he did. He got them dropped off at my house off uh, one of his friends who does his tickets for him. They dropped them off and you know, me and a friend went to the fight and really enjoyed it, and that's just the type of guy that he is. Going back to going back to him as a person, he, you know, he, he just he just gave me two tickets. He said, there you go, go, you know, don't miss out. I was like, bloody hell, you know, that's two, two, two £60 tickets they were as well. So, 120 quid yeah. of his money he's just given to me basically to, to go and see him fight. And I'll, you know, I'll always be forever grateful for, for, for the way he's, you know, I've always been with myself personally. So, yeah, the little story there about him with uh, the Ricky Burns fight and a great fight. And, uh, you know, for me, that well, that win over Ricky Burns then showed me that he, he still had a lot to give because Ricky Burns, as we know, free world champion you know he was absolutely no slouch whatsoever and everybody that listens to the podcast will know who Ricky Burns is and if you don't you know you're not a boxing fan and you need to go and uh, reassess your boxing knowledge and (laughs) and come back when you have because Ricky Burns man you know I've always loved watching him as well so that was a very difficult fight for me to watch because I've really enjoyed Ricky Burns career as well
0: yeah it's funny you say that Sean because I feel terrible But that was the only night That I wasn't in Anthony Crawler's corner (laughs) As you can imagine Me from being up this neck of the woods I've actually got a good relationship With Ricky Burns He's been good to me With tickets and things But nothing in terms To your story there That's fantastic It just shows What kind of a guy Crawler is The fact that He actually arranged Someone to personally Drop off tickets and things Because he knew That you were a bit of a fan and he obviously he knew the website. I mean, everybody knows our website now. We're one of the fastest growing websites in the UK for sure. But that's still remarkable. The fact that he gave, he gave you that bit of, that personal touch to say, "Listen, come watch the fight." And I'm sure it was a great a great night for you guys. I'm not sure if it was such a great night for me, but ach, I'm only joking. It's one of those ones. Two fantastic guys. made the best one, one Um On the night, I scored a draw. I don't know if I was being generous or not, but. If you look at the scorecards, it was really close. One judge by three, the other by two, and then Steve Gray he had it by five. But oh, what a fantastic fight! And two, two nice guys you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't meet or you couldn't hear speaking. Um, so yeah, yeah, but it was a really good victory. You know yourself, you said Ricky Burns no slouch. So and I think Ricky Burns' style to a certain extent is all wrong for Anthony Kroll a big rangy guy who sometimes doesn't like to go forward. But no, you know what. Anthony Crawler done well and it shows that he really belongs at the world stage that night
1: 100% agree and he's come back after the fight with Burns he's had two fights since uh, Edson Ramirez a 10 round unanimous decision and then his last fight against Daryl Jordan which was a 12 round unanimous decision a very very tough fight and a fight that I will always remember not because I felt like it was a uh, a fight that was kept me on the edge of my seat it was a very competitive fight but it was the day after when he put that picture on his own social media channels yeah. where he would uh, he had to give a piss sample and it was just full of blood and it's like that just shows you you don't play boxing what fuck man <laughs> sorry to swear but I remember that picture
0: I was wincing, I felt I was crossing my legs, I was crossing my arms. That picture was horrendous and fair play to Anthony Crawler for going through a fight that, that has that end result. At the end of the day, he got the win, which makes it all worth it, but jeez, it didn't even look like P. It just looked like somebody cut me and put it into a jar. It was yeah, oh, horrendous to look
1: at, but fair play to him. <laughs> yeah, it was minging. So here we are now, oh. here we are, we're <laughs> at the point where he's got this big fight with Lomachenko and you know a lot of people are supportive the people that have supported Kralok will still support him no matter what but there's a lot of negative people out there that are, are basically you know they're shitting on him and saying oh yeah he's going to get he's going to get solely hammered he's going to get his ass handed to him all sorts of different stuff going out there and as soon as one person jumps on the bandwagon he's going to do shit everybody else seems to jump on the same bandwagon they'll look at it and go oh yeah 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 I agree with that comment I'm going to put a comment as well yeah he's going to do shit you know Crawler doesn't care if Barry from Barnsley is, is going to say that do you know what I mean He he only cares about what his job is and <laughs> what his job is what his yeah. job is on the night is to try and Give the best performance he can possibly give against a guy who is arguably pound for pound the best fighter on the planet. And I can give nothing but credit for him taking this fight. So, you know, I, all I can say is, I, I don't, you know, to the haters, is, is 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 would you get in the ring with Lomachenko? Probably not. So let's leave that one at that before we get off into some sort of big rant about the whole <laughs> situation. Um, yeah. L- Lomachenko's career, then, Greg, talk me through what you've made of it so far. Um just to very
0: quickly touch on your last point there before I come on to Lomachenko, all I'll say is there were some bookmakers in Las Vegas who had Mike Tyson one to three hundred to beat Buster Douglas. And I've said <laughs> you know, the impossible yeah. can happen. But um looking at Lomachenko's career, oh you can't help but be impressed. I think that the um the fight with, oh, it's left me now, the, the, the second fight, the one that he lost. Salido. Um, Salido, yes. Orlando Salido, I remember now, yeah. I think that was maybe a bit early because Salido is one of these guys, he, he gives everybody trouble. He, he, he was a actually really underrated fighter. But in ways, I think that Lomachenko wouldn't be as good as he's became if that didn't happen because I think that taught him a very, very harsh... Lesson very early in his career. Everyone talks about protecting the role and everything, Sean. I do unfortunately think that is huge in boxing, but in some aspects, it's not, and I think in Lomachenko's case, he has dealt with people that well since that loss that you can't help but be impressed. I mean, what about the Gary Russell Jr. victory?
1: I know. Looks that, looks, looks even better now, market. doesn't it?
0: Oh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And that was the fight after Salido. That's what makes it even more crazy. Oh, what what a fighter. What a fantastic fighter. Um as you know I'm the same as you I'm a bit of a crawler fan To make myself feel better And he's, <laughs> he's only amateur loss How bad is that I found myself Sitting watching that On um, YouTube yesterday Albert Selimov I think that's how His name's pronounced Who he came back And beat another two times After um, Selimov Selimov beat him But oh, Sean He's just a remarkable fighter He's just He's one of these guys Who come Every
1: 30-40 years And you just think You're really going to need To age overnight Before you lose. Yeah no matter I'll tell you what like I've been Overly over impressed with what he's achieved so far in the sport. The fact that his amateur record speaks for itself. The fact that in his second fight, you know, he was fighting for a world title. He beat Gary Russell Jr. as we were just talking about there and that win looks even better now. And then he's got the wins over Roman Martinez and then he made Nicholas Walters quit and his stool. Oh. Do you know Jason Souza, uh, Miguel Mariga, The Rigondo fight? The fight that everybody was oh. so excited for and he made Rigondo quit. I mean, come on who makes Rigondo quit? No one I've never done it before no never do you know what I mean never seen that coming yep yeah it's just mental like what, what he seems to do to fight is he systematically breaks them down and frustrates them that much that two of them have just decided so oh, you know what I've had enough I'm getting out of here yeah it's the angles Sean
0: it's the angles that he picks to hit people at I think um, he's had a couple of nicknames like high tech and things I think very early in his career it was called the Matrix and I, I quite like that one and it's because I obviously know this from watching a lot of amateur boxing and things from my mm-hmm. early days through to now it's Guys who can change the angles when they're throwing shots, they're extremely difficult to hit, and he is like a master, a black belt. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like. I mean, he hits people, and then he's behind them, and you're thinking, "How have you got there?" Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Unreal. It's absolutely mental. It's like oh. you, you can hit the guy; you can, the guy can hit you, like you say. And you just, where's he on? He's, he's be, the guy's behind you. That video that was put out today on social media, on our social media accounts, of of, of him just literally hitting somebody and turning them around and making them spin completely oh, around. Yeah. It's it's crazy, like the, the oh. It's,
0: amazing. Oh, honestly, it's like,
1: just a phenomenal
0: fighter, Sean. It's just, it's, it's just. Very, very special, but I'm also a believer in that
1: anyone can lose, but it's going to take... A real monumental effort to beat him. Well, this is where it leads us nicely into the next segment, really, of the preview episode, and we're going to talk about keys to victory for both men. Obviously, we'll start with Crawler. You know, people are going to be sitting there going, "Well, there isn't a key to victory for him because he isn't going to win." Well, you, you can never say never, as you said, Greg. You can never say never in boxing. And yep. for me, for me, my opinion on this situation is: if Crawler's got any chance of beating Lomachenko, he, he really has. He's going to have to stick to him like glue he's going to have to be on him constantly he's going to have to be trying to throw them body shots in he's going to have to he's going to have to fight the same way he did against uh Barroso, but he's not fighting a guy that's going to try and punch himself out he's fighting a guy that throws shots from all different angles so he's going to have to really be on his concentration levels are going to have to be 120 percent because if if he makes a mistake He's going to get peppered with shots. And although Lomachenko isn't a concussive puncher, uh, and he's probably unlikely to stop crawler in this fight it can make him look very silly and very amateurish if he's not careful so for me the way to crawler's is gonna if he's got a chance of winning it for me the way to win it is he's going to have to stick on his chest as much as he can he's going to have to try and get this, the point scoring shots off on the inside it's going to have to be a lot of inside work if he can keep him on the inside and that, that again that's a big if so we'll see what happens on the night but what are your thoughts on on, on how crawler if he is going to win it how he's going to win it Sean I actually really agree with you You've actually taken the words out of my mouth in a way Um,
0: I think body is going to be massive I think if going to beat Lomachenko Lomachenko will throw threes and fours And they're beautiful Beautiful punches to watch when he gets them off But I think As silly as it sounds I think to beat somebody like Lomachenko To have any chance You've got to go back to basics See when Lomachenko is going to throw If he's going to throw these hooks or these uppercuts You've got to come right down the middle Where sharp Sharp jab buffed right down the middle and then see when he does, like you said, that's where you stick to him and you throw it at the body. You throw it at the body, you've just got to really hope, to get a bit of luck when you throw it at the body. But I totally agree with you. I think what he's got to do, a really nice, hard, sharp jab down the middle, when Lomachenko thinks about throwing, and then when he gets close, he's really got to go to the body, shun. That's the only
1: way I can see it happening. Yeah, I mean, touching on the Linares-Lomachenko fight, obviously, he got put on the sea of his pants from Linares. I think that was a, a straight, was it a straight right or a straight left, down the middle? Um, yeah,
0: I remember it quite well,
1: actually. I remember the, the way that he went down, and I thought, you
0: know what, that I don't think he's greatly hurt, but I think it's one of those ones, when he gets back, Linares hits him with another three or four. It could be in Big Bowl, but like all class fighters do He managed to find a way And <laughs> that matrix Like turning and moving He wouldn't even think He was hitting no. it He was just turning To try and change the angles But yeah, It shows that he can hurt I mean he's human at the end of the day, as we said there, we made the Mike Tyson Buster Douglas reference. At the end of the day, I would be surprised if Crawler won on Friday. I think the way everyone would, but Sean, he's got it in him. He's got it in him. If you it doesn't matter who you are, if you hit someone hard enough to the body, yeah, you, you've got a wonderful chance. It, it doesn't matter how much you train your body. If you catch someone in that sweet spot, either underneath the elbow or right in the solar plexus, if you hit them right, and even better when they're throwing a shot at the same time, because that doubly takes air out. Why not? Why is he not get a great chance?
1: This is the, what people are forgetting. You know, you've got to understand that the guy is an established boxer, an established fighter, and he's proven that he can mix it up, uh, you know, from the head and to the body. And, you know, he's had the stoppages mainly off the body shots that he's got. So for for, for me, yeah. for me, I I think that you, what you're saying is right. And that would, for me personally, be the only way he wins this fight. Uh, Lomachenko, however. When you talk about ways to win and keys to victory, Lomachenko really is, he's, he's just going to have to be, Lomachenko isn't he, he's just going to have to be slippy, he's just going to have to be throwing shots in uh, and getting in and getting out so quickly and so fast and not giving Crawler the opportunity to work uh, and, and, yeah. and lateral, lateral movement is, and footwork is the, probably two of the biggest assets that Lomachenko has and I think they will play, as always, a key factor tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely, I totally agree Sean, I think that you can expect Lomachenko and I think this
0: would be sensible tactics when he throws at Crawler, he's got to try and change the angles. And I think he's also got to go to the body with Crawler as well. And the reason it's not that I see any weakness to Crawler's body, it's just I think that Lomachenko's one of these fighters that is so clever, he knows when to hit you, when not to hit you, when to move to the side, when to move back, and it's almost as though sometimes he gives people that bit of false belief to land his shots, which is fair enough. I think that it's one of them things that if if you want to decide that you're going to stop guys etc you've got sometimes, even if you're two or three levels above them, you've got to give them that bit of belief so that they think that they're, they're going to engage that a little bit more and that's when you pick them apart. So I think for, for Lomachenko, I think it's the angles and when he's changing the angles I think he's got to go to the body. So that's my keys to victory for Lomachenko. I think the angles
1: and the body. So let's go on <laughs> to the final bit then and I think this is going to be the bit that we'll probably uh, we're not going to do, I don't think we're going to disagree on this next bit which is predictions for the fight and Stan Starting off uh, with myself, you know, my, I've said it at the start of the program really that my heart says, you know, that Crawler is gonna, is gonna shock the world and give, give himself yeah. one big last la- lasting legacy to go out on. But my head says that Lomachenko is just, a, you know, he's a level above everybody, and I think the quality will shine through, and I think that will get a unanimous decision for for Lomachenko in what will be uh, a competitive fight I think but a fight where I hate to say this but I think he will possibly make Kroller, if he's not careful look look quite you know amateurish and and, and I yeah. say that with the best of respect to him but I just I just feel like it's that he's so good Lomachenko that he can make this fight so easy for himself and I, th- I think yeah. he, I think he will
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I can see where you're coming from, Sean. At the end of the day, I'll be sitting here um, Friday night, early Saturday morning, and I'll be thoroughly cheering for Anticrawler wanting to do it, but... Um, yeah, I'm almost the same as you I actually see It's been on my mind all week And I wish it wasn't But I actually see Crawl getting pulled out Inside eight And I think It's not going to be A one-sided beatdown at first I think that The reason I feel that way Is I think Kroll is really Going to give it a good account his self see For the first three or four rounds I think at times He might shock Lomachenko With his ring generalship With how clever he is But I think that could be His downfall as well Because I think it might Elevate Lomachenko And it going to a totally Different level And I honestly see him really hurting Crawler to the body and I just think I see Joe Gallagher just saying do you know what he's done fantastic but that's enough
1: yeah yeah I, I, I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from I mean I don't want to I don't want to think that's what's going to go down I, I'd like to see him go in there and go away with a loss uh, via unanimous decision but That'd I, uh, that would be fantastic if that would be a real victory for Crawler and I'm really
0: pulling for him to, to get that far to points but do you know what I would love nothing more than for Crawler to be d- I think of this Sean think of Crawler down in points it's a one-sided fight and then in the ninth round he just catches Lomachenko to the body and Lomachenko goes down and he's at that way where he's gasping for breath and then when it gets waved off imagine Crawler jumping about the ring oh you I can th- almost you can almost feel it you know <laughs> I, th- I think here's hoping.
1: <laughs> I think if, if, if in a dream world if that happened I think um I think that I'd have to go down as you know arguably one of the biggest Boxing upsets we've ever seen, barring things like Tyson Douglas, you know, I think they'd have to go down as one of the biggest ones ever for sure. But but there's always hope, isn't it? Like you say, there's always hope for this one. But no, that that's Absolutely. kind of that that kind of covers that off. I mean, well, I've got you on. I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, another fight, which is going completely for me under the radar this weekend in Clarissa Shields and Christina Hammer. Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> I'm one of them guys showing that I'm really like everyone else i'm
0: i'm really warming to the women of this sport i really enjoyed watching um shannon courtney a couple of weeks ago because i seen her pad work and i thought wow so it's kind of elevated me to have a real big interest and obviously kate oh, taylor she doesn't even need any introduction does she but um yeah this fight this weekend um clarissa shields she's fascinating because i don't agree with a lot of what she says on twitter but um, she's a tough, tough girl and she would, I honestly think that if she got offered enough money she would fight Joshua, I really do, I think she's that tough a girl that she just doesn't care but I have to be honest, I'm kind of pulling for Hammer this weekend, I think that um, it's going to be a really tall order for Hammer but up until I, I seen the head to head um a day or two back, I thought, you know what Hammer doesn't seem intimidated but I did see a little bit of, oh no when it got to like the the face to face at the final press conference, I think it was yesterday. It was only yesterday, I think I seen it, but. Um, but yeah, what what a fantastic fight and it'll be interesting because I can see
1: Clarissa Shields really getting tested here I think this for me, obviously on paper is her biggest test as a fighter and I think the difference with someone like Clarissa Shields against someone like Christina Hammer is the two different polar opposite personalities Clarissa Shields as you know is very outspoken, doesn't always say the right things, doesn't. we don't always agree with her opinions but we can't argue that she's a very ferocious fighter in the ring and Christina Hammer, you know, she's very very quiet sort of reserved but she lets the the action in the ring do the talking so it's, it's a difficult one to, to sort of say how it's going to go down i think arguably shields will be the favorite because of what she's achieved so far uh, in the sport but it's a unification fight and you know this is a big deal for women's boxing this unification fight and it doesn't seem to be a big deal being made of it at all and that's what i'm quite disappointed with really is that Obviously, I know it's falling on the same weekend as as Crawler and Lomachenko, but this is this is a unification fight with women. Do you know what I mean? This is how often has this happened, if ever? Do you know this is huge, and and nobody's really talking about it. Nobody's making a fuss out of it, and it's really disappointing for me personally because I I think yeah. that this is this is a great time for the sport for for women, and it's really pushing forward. And you know th- this fight is is is. It's history making. If if I'm being honest, it's a history making fight. But yeah, yeah. nobody's talking about it. <laughs> I mean, I am excited, and I'm, I will watch the fight because I, I am very intrigued to see how they both perform on the night, and, and who will walk away with a victory and all the titles. But it, it does it does a lot for women's boxing a fight like this for me, and I'm really you not know, chuffed that this is this is happening unification wise. I mean, you think about the, the the stuff that we get frustrated with in boxing that unification title fights not happening when they should be happening, and here we are, we've got yeah. one that's happening in women's boxing, and nobody's really chatting about it. Yeah,
0: it's, um, it's quite an odd one because, I'm going to be very, very honest, it's probably the biggest fight that I have seen since, um, don't know, I'm going back a little bit here because I was quite young at the time, but when Leila Ali was dominating and she was fighting Joe Frazier's daughter and things, I always remember me doing things like that and I think, wow, there's Muhammad daughter and Joe Frazier's daughter fighting each other. And you always think like, oh, this is awesome. And of course, Katie Taylor's done some phenomenal things. But if we're being really, really honest, and this is probably harsh on Katie Taylor, it's because of how good she is. It's not anything against Katie Taylor because I'm sure I read a statistic that I think it's at least two or three of the people that she's. Beat, I've went on to win world titles, which is it just shows how fantastic a fighter Katie Taylor is herself. But this is this fight this weekend. This is the one that has caught my imagination the most since the Leila Ali days, because there has been a bit a build up on social media about it. But like you said, there's not really there's not really a general conversation with the public about it. It's more your hardcore boxing fans' pages that are posting about it and posting the the interviews and the the press conferences. But I'm going to. Be honest, Bashan, I've watched most of them and I've been thoroughly entertained by
1: it. Yeah, me too, me too, and I think um, this is why you know we, we, you know this is this is a type of fight that should be getting more mainstream press. To be honest with you, I know it is. Don't get me wrong; I have seen obviously mainstream accounts tweeting it out and sharing the videos and stuff like that. But it just feels like it's really, really taking a, a huge backseat when really this fight should be being hyped up more than the Crawler Lomachenko fight because on paper everybody's expecting Lomachenko to beat Crawler. So this one's a fifty. 50 fight on paper because none of them have been defeated. They're both world champions. It's it's a huge you know landmark in, in in women's boxing and yet you know we're getting the odd few tweets about it here and there from from a couple of mainstream yeah. accounts. It's just disappointing, but I'm very much looking forward to it. And I think it'll be for, for people that are looking to tune into boxing this weekend. You know as well as Lomachenko versus Crowley, you've got this fight which is a you know a huge fight to tune into. So definitely get get onto that this weekend. There's also Jaime Munguia uh, and Dennis Hogan going on this weekend as well. Going who be uh, Manchester's Jimmy Kelly, uh, I think it was last year they had that fight over in Australia and he's now the manager for Mungwea's title, so that's happening over the weekend as well, but domestically there isn't a lot, uh, if anything, going on, there might be a, there's a couple of small hall shows going on I think, but other than that it's quite quiet for, for boxing this weekend, we've got these two big fights going on, uh, any other thoughts then before we call it an episode? Um, no, I think we've covered off everything. Just a, a big good luck to
0: Anthony Crawley this weekend, and you know, fair play. It takes some some balls to go in the Lomachenko, but it just seems to me he's the kind of guy Crowley's He's not going there to make up the numbers, and I'll be I'll be watching well in the morning, Friday. I think as we both will him,
1: hundred percent, and obviously the best of luck to to Anthony and his team, and we really hope he can walk away and do the business, or at least walk away with his head held high. And no matter what happens, obviously we'll all be supporting him over in the UK. So this is it, is the episode for Vasyl Lomachenko versus Anthony Crawler, if you've enjoyed the episode please go and subscribe on all the platforms available like your Podbean, your Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Player FM even Spotify, get on there and subscribe so leave us a rating, leave us a review enjoy the fights this weekend, fight fans and we'll see you on the next episode